Oh! Oh, hello. All right, let's do this one last time. Warning. Marvel and R&D contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended. As I told you a long time ago. Go fuck yourself. I got invitations right here. Enough for everybody. Are you ready? I was born ready, motherfucker. You Spider-Man, given a job to do. I played the long game, Mr. Castle. That's my secret, Captain. Underoos! So many snacks, so many people die. We're in the end game now. He looks like an asshole. He's a criminal, that's who he is. I am. Well, that's just as fascinating as the first 89 times you told me that. What is up, everybody? It is time once again for Marvel on RMD, the Loki edition on Rain Man Digital. However you found us, please rate, review, subscribe. I am your host, the one and only Bobby D, and with me, as always, is Lauren. Hello. And Paul. Hey. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, just wondering how Paul was going to, what, what Paul was going to pull this time. It was hello, just hello. kind of normal. It's me, Bobby D. <laughs> just repeat the whole <laughs> intro of the show. Um, I was going to start, so keep moving. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, this week, we'll get into this episode. It was directed by Kate Heron, as always. And this time, it was written by Eric Martin. Um, there was no speculation type things out there this week other than Blade. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's not a speculation because it's already confirmed that Blade is going to happen. The end. <laughs> I, I just thought that was, I just thought it was funny. They're like, Loki breaks or, you know, talks about vampires. This is how the MCU is going to get Blade. I'm like, pretty sure MCU was going to get Blade when they brought the actor on stage and said, this is your new blade. Yeah. I mean, if anything, this points right. to never getting blade because they deleted all the vampires because they were time anomalies. Right. So. It does the opposite of that. Yeah. Blade confirmed doesn't exist. <laughs> deleted by the TVA. Thank you. We now have an open slot for the next X-Men movie. Um, but there's, I mean, there's also been other vampires and junk in uh, in the Marvel universe. So, Sony's got that Morbius you know. movie dropping. <laughs> also deleted, not canon. Not canon because we deleted <laughs> it. We don't want Sony doing anything except letting us borrow the characters that they own. Um, yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, guess what? Guess what? what? Um, apparently... Vampires were already confirmed in Thor Ragnarok. Did, did I miss Apparently that? Apparently that's a thing. I guess I did. I for sure did. Probably like a passing line did. on uh, Jeff Goldblum's planet. Oh. So. It, was a th- it was a throwaway line. Absolutely. Um, I mean, okay, no, it was just Korg saying that like the the like a wooden thing would only be useful if three vampires happen to be huddled together like blah 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 so like i don't know but whatever that's that's Blake weird confirmed. there's and so many Ragnarok. things even that could yeah. have been like a whatever. you know a, a bare bones reference to what we do in the shadows yeah yeah uh, but it would still confirm their existence i don't know people who write things are weird about stuff like that 
They just want to throw them in there just to throw them in there. The fiction of vampires still exists in the MCU. <laughs> right, right. It's just they're an idea. Um, so this week, man, this week, I, I, I don't even know where to start. It, it was hardly anything <laughs> happened. I mean, yeah, it, it is going to be tough to try to fill this next hour of uh, radio for your ears here or podcast or however you're listening to this. I don't know what we're going to talk about, you know, because no, nothing happened at all. Nothing. I mean, it was such a throwaway episode and, you know, I. but I've been wanting to do this since like the first episode. Can we just describe the button up shirt that Loki has been wearing for most of the series so far? Can we just talk about that? The oh, whole yeah? show? Have you screen matched what? it? And I, do we know what? Jason no, Kennedy's I just, I just that? like the design of it, how it's got like the two lines that come down from like the collar toward like, I'm wasting time. Let's get into this. All right, let's get into this. I, there, there was a line in winter soldier, you know, the last, uh, you know, Falcon and winter soldier. It's always aliens, androids, or wizards. <laughs> Anthony Mackie said that. Yeah. So, so why wouldn't we expect these guys to be androids themselves? Let's let's just get right into that. Because we were too gotta, involved in thinking they were alien wizards. <laughs> well, or or like a like a shadow situation where they didn't even exist and they were a front for someone else like i the, yeah i was i was pretty hung up on like they don't exist and i guess like technically they don't because they're at least not the way that they've been portrayed to exist right mm -hmm. but like i honestly i got to say when when we were first actually like shown them like in the light um I was like, that dude looks like a Chuck E. Cheese, like, <laughs> rat band kind of, like, animatronic sort of thing. And then I looked at the other ones, and I was like, is it just him? Okay, maybe it's just him as an android. And the other two just look kind of crappy. Wow, this is kind of the first time that the CG's not been, like, amazing in these shows. But then they're all androids, and it makes perfect sense. Because uh, one of them kind of, like, stuttered, and I thought maybe it was my TV for a second. <laughs> well, you know, I, the, the internet connection's bad. Something's going on here. Something's wrong. I had to turn on subtitles for them because I just straight could not pick up anything that any of them were saying. And I'm glad <laughs> that they only talked for, like, 45 seconds. I, I was honestly shocked in that whole, the, the way that that whole all played out, that they were going up there to see them and... The, the they you know were robots and i was kind of it, it just it leaves more questions now oh yeah for sure like and, I, and that's why i'm kind of leading off with this because it's probably the biggest thing we have going well like well it's so weird because that's not true because there's like three other big things happening this week on the nothing episode like i said um so who's behind this? Because this week we spent so much time, you know, with Loki and Sylvie and everybody like going through the, these motions of the these are not the people you think they are. Like, do not look behind the curtain, you know, at this Oz thing. And they get up there and fucking don't look behind the curtain because like Lauren said, you know, we're watching a Chuck E. Cheese band go up there and sing happy birthday to the fucking six year olds. 
Yeah. I, I gotta say, like, first of all, I am, I was very pleasantly surprised. I think, um, I think last week there was some question of, you know, the, the pacing. Mm-hmm. And and but this week really shows that last week, even though maybe it's like, OK, all right, are we moving along or did we get distracted? Um, but no, last week was really important for us to get to know Sylvie because we've got a lot more coming with her. Like this is not this is not the end. We have to be invested in her. We have to trust her um, by the end of this episode, because next week we've got to see what she's going to do with the TVA, without Loki by her side, you know, so we we have to be invested in her. We have to trust that she's going to try and save Loki or figure out what happened, blah, 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 right? So um, beyond that, I'm just so impressed and surprised that they actually did take us right into the timekeepers. First thing when the episode started, it was a tease of it. And then later on, it's just, okay, Renslayer is taking them in to go meet the timekeepers and then they're gonna deal with them whatever uh and and to to have that kind of like no pulling punches here's a crumb of the truth you know like here's here is this whole thing oh we're gonna crumble that there there were so many like uh jumps forward and consequences this episode it's it was so satisfying and baffling. Uh, yeah, and and you're right. We're we had such a, a. This is one of those things that I think if we were to watch these things, like Paula said, that like once we get to that finale point, that he's going to watch them all in a row. And oh, I think yeah. last last week's. <laughs> <laughs> Last week's episode will probably be so much more satisfying knowing what we had coming this week because, they, they like you said, the character development with the the Sylvie and and everything that is going on and just to open up this week of her getting kidnapped and watching that she wasn't doing anything like you 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 think in your head that you know when we describe Loki and the the variants and all these other things that you're you're gonna see some kind of mischief going on. That, you know, that that he was doing something that was going to interrupt this grand plan of a timeline. But you had a little girl playing with her toys and she was taken away like and not knowing why. And to have that even come up later on in the episode of like, well, why? Why? Like and not to get that answer. It was just like, wow, like you really felt for her as a character that like and, and you have to think we're only dealing with an hour hour and 15 minutes of television right there mm-hmm. and you're just like oh man the, the, and that chick just kind of like my, at least my perception of her in my head it, it changed so much that just has to do with good writing it could acting and everything that was going on in this this episode and you know it, it made you feel something for these characters do you do you think Renslayer genuinely doesn't remember or no. do you think she was just being a bitch? <laughs> no, sorry, she's just being aggressive. fucking cunty McCunterson. <laughs> that was so aggressive. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> she fucking remembers. <laughs> she knows. She has something the, to do with, like, the main thing. The smirk on her face. Like, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I would have otherwise. Uh, the, the smirk on her face when 
Sylvie is just desperately like, listen, I've been living my whole life like this, wondering and like running from you and like wondering what the hell was my event, my nexus event? What was my thing that happened that made you tear my whole life away? And, and to have the answer just be, I don't remember. Like, no, you remember, you remember other people you don't remember because it was insignificant, but this variant got away from you. So you remember, you bitch, you remember. Again, emotion. And I, and that's all we want from television and movies, right? It's like, make me feel something, whether it's humor or, you know, you feel for a character, you know, and put in a bad situation. Or like you feel sad, and then later you feel uh, a, a new, a new sad. Yeah, man, <laughs> this this was definitely a feels episode when it came to sads. Um, I, I you know how many would we have? Like three major deaths, technically this week. You know, three people. Yeah, quote unquote deaths. Yes, we will call quote unquote death because we we and we'll we'll get into that after credit scene um a little later but I like when the, I, I and again I don't know how all these are going to end up playing out towards the end but man when the Mobius the the, the 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 pain and I mean and I don't know if another actor could be pulling this off as well as Tom Hiddleston is like with mm. the way he's reacting, like his, his facial features, like, and just the way it's happening, whether it was him this week going through like the worst moment of his life to break him down over and over again. And as you watch, he's like, I understand. I'm sorry. We don't have to go through this again to watching what he considered a friend. It's like, thank you, Owen Wilson. Your time was lived short here in the MCU, but you're dead now. And, and watching that happen. And it's just like, man, there was so many like feels. At least he's yeah. just riding jet skis in purgatory now. <laughs> That's true. But also like, even I, you know, so even if we didn't have the information that we now have uh, or like what little we have about, you know, pruning and what we thought was a for sure death sentence, um, despite his run being short, you know, up to that point as uh, Mobius, it like it was so impactful for Loki's character development. The, these two characters, Sylvie and Mobius, advanced this Loki's character development and growth, like, emotionally, more in, like, a couple episodes of television than, you know, I think, like, the equivalent amount of time in the movies. It took him, like, a couple movies to really, like, start cracking because yeah. he because he would like crack a little bit but he's like full-on like fuck it here are my feelings i'm a person with emotions and i'm going to be vulnerable like <laughs> yeah well and okay so like loki loki in the movies um the loki that we have in this series is you know we don't necessarily know exactly how he may feel about like thor or the avengers or you know the characters that he consistently interacts with through the movies but just as a like a person uh that exists i think he is a 
um, you know, whatever we'll, we'll, we'll do air quotes, but he is, he is a better person and a better character than the one that died in the MCU. Um, See, okay. I, I disagree with half of that though, because we do know how he felt about them because when we meet this Loki, he's currently like arrested by the well, Avengers. Right, you know? right, right, right. But even he, and maybe maybe those opinions have changed. Maybe they haven't because that is the the life that he was deprived. The several movies of interacting with those characters and having you know his relationship with his brother kind of restored and you know all of that. We don't have any of that, but we have like all of these strides in him just being a general better person and character. He's just been smashed through in these last couple episodes. So. I think I think the big difference there is that he's I think it shows us more that like Loki being good given the chance to actually not shy away from his feelings and his vulnerability and like given a support system um of of any kind and like being forced to face himself and the decisions that he makes and the consequences that they have for others. I, I think it just shows us that him being a decent person is actually inevitable. You know, as long as he actually has to take a look at himself and like reflect and evaluate what his actions do to other people, um, that that's where he ends up because this is just like, he watched his whole life play out at the beginning of this show. He saw what he did to everyone what was done to him and like what was the outcome of that and then he saw himself um at the end like sacrifice himself for everyone and like the greater good um I, but i think i don't i don't think i think i think the mom thing really is what is what killed him i think he's now learned or like decided that all of that probably is like yeah, he might still be fussy, but it seems like he realizes that there are, like, bigger fish to fry. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's it, he feels like... It, it, if we were to see him interact with the Avengers now, I'm sure he'd be, like, annoyed. But I think he would... And he, he might even be arrogant to them. You know, just like, ah, yeah, you're dealing with just Earth. But, like, listen here, I've been dealing with all of this. I just think that he's he's... He's thinking bigger right now. <laughs> it it, it doesn't mean he'll stop being petty. Yes, it's it's one of those things you, as you age and you get more experience, let, let's just say experience-wise, there there's going to be certain parts of your personality that don't change. We, we know that. We've all been around each other long enough as like a group of friends. You just see less and less of certain traits of that personality that come out because as you get older, as you get more experience, you realize that there is bigger things. And so what what you're saying about Loki at this point is like he's realizing that, yeah, you know, if he was, say, to interact with the Avengers with the knowledge that he has today, he would still have some of that Loki in him, but he wouldn't be like the same kind of blatant asshole as he was. Yeah. I uh, and and again, that just shows you what good writing does. You know that it, that it does make these characters grow in ways that we probably didn't expect as this show was starting. 
and you know uh the the weird like self-love storyline that the you know mobius was trying to throw out there with him and and sylvie uh i i the way that they were kind of like fighting it and you know, not not fighting it but loki was kind of fighting it and mobius was putting it out there it's like you know you're an arrogant bastard you would only love yourself type of thing and lauren you found this article out there that said that you know it was <laughs> written as a romance so um so so yes and no what happened was um upon reading this nice article here uh what what happened was they were okay this is a quote from the director kate heron um she she revealed that the relationship between the two of them was leaned on even more in the interim after production was forced to shut down because in case no one remembers um loki was in production when all sorts of covid restrictions hit and lockdowns started happening stuff like that and they were forced to shut down production in the middle of filming so then they had to come back to filming later and finish the series out um kate heron said as we were cutting it together in the studio everyone was oh this is really cool this being the relationship uh let's dig into that more when we went back to filming we added or tweaked scripts basically to emphasize it um yeah so they realized that the the chemistry that we were like kind of bragging about mm -hmm. or you know boasting about last week but yeah between the two actors when they were on screen and and playing off of that Um, and uh and the other thing to note is that um who's who's michael waldron who is that i don't know who that is oh he's i guess the screenwriter for it yeah so he's He's a screenwriter and producer. Um, and uh, so so he said specifically that um, he one of the one of he he pitched the series and he said that was one of the cruxes of his pitch is that there's going to be a love story. Like he wanted Loki to have love. And like, uh, I guess he said that they they went back and forth for a little bit about like do we really want to have this guy fall in love with another version of himself? Is that too crazy? But in a series that to me is ultimately about self-love, self-reflection and forgiving yourself. It just felt right that that would be Loki's first real love story. And, and as the internet likes to po- uh, point out that Loki fucked a horse. So like at this point, why? Would- in Norse mythology <laughs> and gave birth to a horse too. <laughs> But if we're going to go off of, you know, Loki's <laughs> stories, you know, why wouldn't self-love be one of those things? Yeah. And we don't even know if they have any kind of similar DNA or if they've just been born into the role of Loki because Loki isn't originally from Asgard, the one the one that we know. He's a different species entirely. Yeah. That The way that he looks isn't even how he originally looked or how his species looks. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that being said, Sylvie might truly be an Asgardian or something, too. That That's the way they'll like, make we don't her, know. like, uh, the Enchantress for real. Is because she's not Loki proper or whatever we're going to call <laughs> this Loki. Um, right. And, like, does any of it even matter if they're not going to have a kid? <laughs> I, yeah, I've said that before. I guess not. <laughs> it's, it's such a creepy thing to say. 
<laughs> but it's true. The only part, bad part about incest is uh, the kid. Yay. <laughs> I mean, the, the situation, uh, the, 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 the circumstances. Or, uh, moments. Um, so if you guys didn't know yet, and I'm going to get into this now. Um, pause. There was an after credit scene. So pause the recording or whatever you're listening on. Hit the little pause button if you haven't watched it. Because we're going to talk about that right now. Or we're going to somehow segue into it. So I want to give you guys a fair chance. Because this after credit scene was a little bit earlier than we've seen in the other ones. I think, Paul, you said that it was usually the last two episodes and this one came a little bit early. Um, so before we talk about it, here's your opportunity to pause because we're going to get into it right now. Now, the, this after credit scene, I, I, I feel different ways about it. And the more I've thought about it, I'm not sure if I liked it. What will? Because the emotion, you know, when we get to that the very end of this episode... And we see Loki get stabbed, you know, or purged or whatever we're calling it. What do they call it? What was it? He got pruned. pruned. He pruned. was a stupid little weed. Get him out of here. We hate him. So as he gets pruned and he disappears, I was like, holy shit, they, they fucking killed him. Like, you know, this is it. Like, this is how we transition to whatever Loki we're going to get for the future of the MCU. And I really was like in that awe of like holy shit this is amazing and then thinking we're gonna come in here and try to figure out how we're gonna talk about what they're gonna do in the future and then i got to that thing you know to where we get to the the end credit scene and we figure out that the loki's are all kind of on a different planet earth whatever we're gonna call this thing and that's where the variants have been seem to be have been going. And then like that like gave me like a different thought of like, oh cool, he's not dead. But I'm thinking to my to myself, if you would have given me a week in between the two like scenarios of like holy shit, they just killed him off. You know, we just watched Owen Wilson, we just watched him, we you know, watched the like the lead guard all kind of get taken out and in my head now i'm just thinking well none of them are dead now they're all in this fucking world at this point they could be dead in that world though they could well i mean but you know to to paraphrase the quote that i don't remember not yet um i is everybody on one world i'm i'm thinking that these are uh, just just the concept of this, I think, is is almost more interesting than like like super cool jazz that Loki is still uh, exists and will be in the next two episodes of this show. But um, I, I feel like in the 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 effort to keep the sacred timeline to remove all potential multiverses um, and like different realities, all they did were create these like pocket realities 
of like purgatories of all the variants of like I, f- I feel like this world is just going to be entirely Loki's and um, you know Owen Wilson might be in a or Mo- Mobius might be in a world of you know Owen, Owen Wilson's, Wilson's. Um, I don't anticipate them all being to and you know I could be wrong but it's it it's a weird like I guess concept to have these like multiverses that are populated by just a single different versions of a single character so that you have these like banks to pull from for whatever reason you would need to do that. I think the best part of that too, though, is that like there is enough room for speculation of that, you know, like the, the fact that you can even speculate still after you know something that's i don't know a a lot of people would look at and just be like oh cool he's not dead he's transported somewhere else like the fact that there's room to speculate um about what is this though you know like is it just a world of loki's is it is this where everyone goes why does it look broken (laughs) like well yeah why does it where does it send them like if you look at the picture like in the background there's been a lot of people kind of um, you know, I put a screenshot in our notes. Obviously, listeners can't listen to notes, but you can go back and find these screenshots all over the internet because that's where I found mine. Just, just go watch it and pause it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it. Some of the people are saying, like, to the right there, you know, over, I guess, like, the comic book character Loki, or, you know, on the, the right side of the screen, they're like, is that Avengers Tower? Is that Stark Tower? Like, so is this, like, a broken-down New York City you know, and, and looking at that background, and, and you're right, it, it's all cool of speculation, but man, in a, in a show that was, like, based on heartbreak, like, we at least know that he's still around, and we can yeah. assume that the others are still around. Like, I would almost rather have my heart broken for this this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so, so to just touch on two things, like, the... Um, you know, kind of the the comic homage scene that we saw in the trailer for the series with, you know, President Loki. Is that, mm-hmm. you know, is that something still coming up? Is that something that they shot just for fun because oh. it could reference the comics? Is that going to be in this world because everyone is Loki? So, of course, the president yeah. is Loki. Um, but, you know, to follow up on what you, your actual most recent point was, is, yeah, I think I think this episode just ending and then this little minute and a half clip being the the beginning of next week's episode and then it doing the whole loki intro and then we continue from there um i think that would have been a lot more like impactful and like relieving and like okay let's get into it like you know suck me right in for that next episode um it just it feels i'm not i'm not gonna complain really at the end of the day but it feels weird that um as i said earlier we have had with the series we've had after credit scenes for the last two episodes um and this particular series is only six episodes but we got after credit scenes halfway through the series now and of course they'll I, continue until the end that's kind of weird i don't think that wandavision had one earlier than the first couple episodes or at the last couple episodes sorry I, i'm i'm um very confident that it was the last two episodes of every show so far I mm-hmm. I'll have to figure it out. I mean, there's, I, I there's no way I don't to tell. That's but there there is though. Um, <laughs> no, those have all been deleted. Yeah, because <laughs> you got to have Disney Prime to there, go see it, and we're not paying twenty nine dollars. 
there was there was a there was an end credit scene for WandaVision before episode six of that show. And then there was none for seven and eight. And then for nine, there was one again. So like, it's, I don't know. They're like, it's, it's not as specific as that. But, but for this, like, just to come up, like I said, like I've always been like a big fan of the whole, like make me feel like shit to build me back up type of thing. And, you know, when it comes to movies and, you know, that they did it with, uh, you know, Infinity War to where you're like, fuck, that just happened. What the hell? And then you had to wait for the next one to come up for you to figure, you know, figure out what the hell happened. And I don't know, but they always they always give you a little bit of something, something in the uh, in the in the end credit scene. The difference, though, is that I mean, like the end credit scene doesn't always like, yes, they always give you a little something, something, but it isn't always the something, something that you want. It doesn't always like yeah. allude to answers for your burning question. It could be something completely right. fucking different. Well, the the point, though, that I was going to make is that the difference is that this is one show about one character. So like they gave us. A little something, something about like where this show is going because it is for this show, you know, and it's so like centered around only a few characters. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in the movies, it's a teaser for like the next movie <laughs> the next rather movie. than the next episode. Yeah. Samuel yeah. L. Jackson's in space. Weird. Um, <laughs> but what are we getting out of this now? What, what do you guys want to see? Paul, you, you were talking about, uh, having this be like the land of Loki. Um, Is that what you're expecting out of it? That we're just going to see a bunch of weird animals and humans and aliens and hawks and everything with Loki horns. I'm sorry. I'm balls deep in research. WandaVision did have end credit scenes for episodes seven, eight and nine. Okay. Okay. So I just saw that too. Um, It's fine. (laughs) Um, but it was also you know it was more than six episodes but anyway um yeah i just i want i want this to be a way to i don't know really really just kind of set expectations and like set the table i don't i don't think we're necessarily going to get all of these displaced characters like put back into different timelines to like reestablish the multiverse. I feel like if, if this show is going to result in a multiverse, it is literally going to create one. I don't think we're going to reestablish one, but I think, you know, if nothing else, we're going to have a a fun time of watching Loki interact with a bunch of different Lokis are several other ones also going to be Tom Hiddleston. Probably. Um, Are some going to be a weird old man in a comic book accurate costume? You fucking bet. Uh, uh, weird like, old man that is a fantastic actor. I mean, but he looks silly. And that's that's the that's the takeaway for the statement. But it's but it's very important to know that he's a really good actor who ha- they have made look silly. So I anticipate that being like a highlight. <laughs> um, I just I I I don't know. I don't really expect anything other than like a fun and interesting time that I hope doesn't get dragged out but i also hope it lasts like long enough to not make me wish it lasted longer and uh, i would love a brief glimpse of mobius on a jet ski please 
in, 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 right in his purgatory. Team. No, of course he's on a he's on a different. Oh, he's on the. A, according to my theory, he is on a completely different purgatory with water and jet skis. Yeah, and other Owen Wilsons everywhere. Wow, wow, jet skis. The jet skis make the wow noise when he accelerates them. <laughs> that that's the Owen wow. Wilson jet ski. Lauren, what are you expecting out of this? And one I mean, of the Owen Wilsons I, is Luke Wilson. What? Because they can look different. Look at all the Lokis. No, no. What did you say? Oh, one of the Owen Wilsons is Luke Wilson. Oh, it'd be stupid. better if it's so Carney dumb. Wilson. Um. Anyway, I listen. I don't know. I don't know what I'm expecting from it per se. I I'm just expecting that it will be a good time with many different Lokis. Um. I'm I'm excited to see Kid Loki. I think that's that's kind of a big deal because he's been so prominent in comics, you know, and people who just watch the movies and stuff don't know that. Um, you know, they don't they don't know that there's all sorts of different Lokis. And for uh it's probably nothing and we probably won't get it, but the the potential for a lady Loki in Sif's body, um it exists. the 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 probability of that is not completely zero percent because we did have Sif in this episode. Yeah. So, um, it's not it's not zero. the The probability is not zero. So, um, is it a great prob- probability? Probably yes. not, especially with Sylvie. But like, that'd be cool. Um, and like. I just I'm I think I'm more more focused right now currently on who's that other guy who's who's the black Loki that looks like like a black version of Loki that is also like what if Loki like what if Loki picked up Mjolnir like what what if what if Mjolnir found Loki instead but also he's black for extra twists so like nobody cares about small crocodile Loki. No, I think it's I mean no alligator. he's cool too but he's like borderline puddle gulpy but like mean crocodile loki version like 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 the he's like got a crown. the the crocodile loki to puddle gulp's thor you know That's his name right puddle gulp No one knows uh, I'm come just on. going off of whatever you said uh, Hang on I got to look it up now yeah. Okay yeah puddle gulp Okay Puddle gulp is uh is the the <laughs> He's the he's the frog Thor. <laughs> that guy's name is Frog Thor. No, it's Puddle Gulp. Simon Walterson. He was turned into a frog. Anyway, it seems was he very by much a radioactive Thor. Yeah, uh, it seems very much like the crocodile Loki is like the 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 Loki to Puddle Gulp's Thor. Um, and like, maybe that's totally not true, but like, that'd be funny. Um, and that kind of begs the question of like, will we see other versions of other characters like later on down the line, even just as like a little like passing nod, um, or like if we're getting a season two of this show, um, is it possible to see the Thor core? I mean, like that probably not, but like the fact that there's even a realm of reality right now where we can have the conversation of, of like, well, probably not, but like also maybe the door isn't closed. 
Um, I, I just think that's neat. I think the, the fact that we can even have speculations like this of this magnitude about this show right now is, is cool. Um, and I think, I think a hundred percent that, that, that president Loki thing is, it's a coming. It's a coming. I think, I I think this, this whole episode is going to be him in Loki land at this point. Yeah. And it's going to be a bunch of different Lokis. And I think, um, I, I wonder why there are so many, I mean, I, I do. And I don't wonder why there are so many Lokis, obviously God of mischief. He's, he's a little rapscallion. Um, so I'm not surprised that there are many Lokis that have caused problems with the sacred timeline, but also is there more to it than that? Is Renslayer on a hunt, just grabbing whatever Lokis, you know, she could because they're generally problematic. Like, I don't know. I mean, the, the sacred timeline would consist of one Loki, right? And so any other Loki that exists at any point from, you know, would be from a different timeline and therefore has to be captured and sent here. Same with all variants of any type. Yeah. But there's so many different, like that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how this works I, at I, all. I, I think you know? that's going to be the the real, like, answer. We don't know at this point. The The thing is, um, you know, what I'm hoping to get out of this is that we realized at some point, you know, within, like, the first five minutes of this episode, that something happened to Loki that caused the biggest Nexus event that we've seen. That it was just spiking. And I think that's, like, what I want to know. Like, I I, I have a feeling it's going to be the whole, like, because he found love or he felt something completely different inside of him that caused this Nexus event. He he found love for himself through love of another, and it is genuinely causing him to become a better person, which is something that isn't supposed to happen. Yes. Yes. And so, like, I want to see that play out and how they're going to get back to this world, into this timeline. Like, how is this all going to work? Um, it, it, again, like, I had very minor issues with the, not the content of the scene, just the placement of the scene. Because, again, I'm a, like empire kai that like i want to see the ending being like oh shit you know the the bad guys win you wanted to be miserable for a week it, and it, then get that relief next week yeah. not immediately get the relief yeah so i don't know it, it'll be interesting and 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 the thing is it's like it, the nexus event you know watching that go up is basically like what me watching these shows you just get a boner and it just keeps going. Yes, and no matter what they Forever do. Forever and ever. Uh, well, yeah, well but until we, it hits the red line. We know it. We, that's when it stops. We know that, like, the sky's the limit as far as... Boners. Boners. And, you know, when it touches the sky and it's cold in the upper atmosphere, it goes down a little bit. And then somehow it continues to go up and up and up. Um, But the, the fact is that the show hasn't let us down. None of these shows have let us down with these things you know these these big reveals these big mysteries these speculations these things they, they've always exceeded what at least i've had in my mind you know again the internet is completely different because 
a, a lot of those people that are writing these articles have these speculations that are out there for clickbait. They're not real mm-hmm. like speculations like we were just giving. They are like, oh, he's going to find the X-Men on this island or, you know, of Loki. So there's going to be an X-Men. This is how they're introducing them. And is old Loki actually Magneto? Yeah, yes. He's just got a different helmet. No. On. So um, I, I really am just looking forward to this next week because, I mean, we, we talked so much just about the emotion that was going on. That, that we didn't even talk about like the fight scenes and everything else that happened this week. I do. I actually, I want to, I want to throw out the, um, the scenes with Sif where she was, you know, repeatedly slapping and punching him. Um, mm-hmm. they were all shot from like really bad angles. Yeah. Cause they yeah. just, they, they all, all of like, you know, knee to the groin is a knee to the groin, but every like strike or hand attack that she threw out looked really bad. Oh, I, I didn't focus I, on that that much. It was, yeah, it was, it was, also, it was all I, of them. I don't so. know that I necessarily agree with that either. The, the way I yeah. like the way it was shot for me was like the prison angle of watching from outside of a cell in. That's, yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> hmm. I. Mm. It's all right. It, well, okay. So I I very recently watched the it's episode. Fine. You're just a hater. Uh, I very recently watched the episode of Malcolm in the Middle, where it's the mother's birthday, and the whole family ends up fighting clowns at the end of the episode. And That's I horrible. I just immediately there. There's a scene where Brian Cranston punches a clown, and it's you know it's this terrible like TV. He was miles away, but like punch and delayed reaction and like all of that. Um, and and all of her all of Sif's strikes to Loki just looked exactly like that. Okay. I was displeased with the choreography on that one scene. On that one scene that happened to play twenty thousand. Yes, times. yes, and that didn't that didn't help it for me. <laughs> You're like, let's see if she makes contact. Does it look better? No, no, no it never looks horrible. better. Still haven't taught her how to throw a punch. According. Oh, to- she doesn't hit him this time. This is a good scene. <laughs> Replay that one. All right. Any anything else you guys want to throw in there before we go into our quick break? Um, just uh, just to just to further solidify how not wrong, um, how not wrong the the Loki and Sylvie love thing is, um. It it dawned on me that they're they've really like like yes she's Sylvie and she's enchantress but seeing her this week like in Asgard um really gives her Amora enchantress's backstory and like she's a hundred percent Asgardian so like Loki's a frost giant technically and Sylvie's for real most likely an Asgardian. Um, and yep. Die mad about it. I guess if you're mad about it. All right. But they're, they're nice. (laughs) All right. With that, we're going to take a quick break and we get back. We'll get final thoughts. (laughs) 
Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. We are back. Remember, you can always support the shows. Go to patreon.com slash Digital. Go join the tier. It'll help us out. All right, I'm going to go first so Paul can copy, and then Lauren can copy Paul or whatever they want to do after. I just know it gives Paul a little bit of relief if somebody else goes first, so I'll volunteer. I'm going to go 93 this episode. Fuck. Was that the number? Yep. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Paul likes to run jokes that he copies me, and that's why he wants me to go first. And then I throw out a number, and of course, that's the number he's going to choose. I actually, like, I was like, yeah, I'm confident about what I'm going to do this week. We're all set. And now it's just going to sound like I copied you. So go ahead and Especially after I... uh... Speak slowly so I can remember everything that you say for when it's my turn. So... Um, this week, the the reason I gave it a 93, I mean, just uh, based on acting alone, just watching the emotion of everybody go through, you know, either the realization of who they thought they were, they're not, or Tom Hiddleston just by himself going through like this awakening of who he really wants to be and who he can be. And then watching people die and then his death and, it's just like, I, ah, man, it, it was amazing. It, it, it's so, you know, I joke about the beginning of like, what the hell are we going to talk about for an hour? And it's just like, no, we got plenty to talk about in an hour because it was that good. Uh, minus, I guess, a slapping scene in a jail, according to Paul. Um, but somehow he's still going to give it a 93 when I finish. Um, But everything about it and advancing the story and you know, setting up for next week in kind of exposing the TVA for who we thought they were and the timekeepers, you know, and that little swerve of like the, you know, they're basically animatronic, you know, from the hall of presidents at Disneyland. Um, and the, the ride broke down and shit. Now we all know. So we still have those questions of like, okay, you know, what do we have open? Who's behind this? Where the fuck is Loki? You know, um, why was Sylvie taken? Like, she's going to figure that out. It's the only reason you keep that that lady alive. You know, you keep her alive so you can figure out what was I doing that was so bad as I play with toys that you take me out of my world. Um, It it just, every time that we go into these shows for Disney and for Marvel, like, 
they are not the same. You know, Marvel has run into this whole weird, like, thing of, like, everybody thinks the movies are cookie cutter here and there. But these TV shows definitely have not been, you know, between, you know, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier and this. These are three completely different shows and doing three completely different things. All amazing in their own right. So I can't wait to see what these last couple episodes hold out. But 93... Go ahead, Paul. Repeat all that. This week, I give it a 93 based on acting alone. Uh, <laughs> if you would have repeated more than that, I would have been amazed. I, I was I was trying, but I I was I was trying to decide if I was going to like copy the mannerisms or just try to remember as many words as I could get. But uh, I genuinely uh, 93. Um, I fucking I really like this episode. I, I want to agree with Bob in that it. It would have been nice to start next week's episode with the relief that like he is still around and what the fuck is happening um, because I like to end thing. I like to be sad um, and that uh, that and the end of this episode would have been a very good end for me. But, you know, the relief of not having to wait until next week isn't the worst thing in the world. So whatever. Um very interested to see where things go. Um, I, you know, I gotta gotta make that lady answer. Gotta gotta figure out what's going on. Um, I really don't have a lot to add beyond you know everything that Bob has already said. So, I, I like this fucking show, man. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Lauren, I. I am going to give this a 95 this week, actually. I think um, it's just it's just so good. Um, you have changed my mind a little bit. I didn't have a problem with the um, end credit scene existing where, where it currently exists, you know, and not just waiting until next episode. But after listening to both of you, I... It, it may have been more impactful to start like a like a cold open with that and then go to the Loki like title credit thing and then go into the episode. I could I could see that working better, although I don't I don't know. I didn't have I didn't have a problem with it um, being an end credit scene. I. I do not even know how to sum up anything other than what you both have said about this episode and why I'm rating it a 95 other than it's super good. Um, Tom Hiddleston is amazing. And uh, honestly, no one else had a bad performance either. The acting was on point the entire time. Everyone was great. Um, I love that the, um, what is it, Hunter B-15? I love that she, like, broke. Um, and she, like, she had that moment of just like, hey, um, so, uh, Mobius, uh, did anyone say anything to you? Did, did she, did she tell you anything? Yeah, she said the TVA was lying. Huh. Okay. And, like, walks away, and she's just like, screw it, um, protocol be damned. Um, it, just everything was good. I... 
zero complaints they're perfect they can do no wrong this show is really good okay the end 95 95 which will give us a 93.6666 again um we somehow always end on <laughs> sorry guys kind <laughs> of the beast but whatever it is all good what were we at 93 point satan 93 point satan 93 point satan yeah um that's where all the hard rock plays yeah 93 point satan fm yep Anyway, well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Remember, you can catch any past or future episodes. Go to RaymanDigitalMedia.com, and we will talk to you next week.